Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Christian Counseling Survivors of Trauma podcast. I am your host, Akayami McCoy. I want to thank you right away for deciding to tune into this week's episode, and I sure hope you decide to come back for future episodes. So go ahead and favorite this podcast. The information that's going to be shared on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement or a substitute for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. All the information being shared is for educational purposes only. It may be delivered by a trauma survivor, a mental health professional, or others who wish to share some information for your benefit. If you would like to get to know me better or follow my posts, you can find me on social media on Twitter at Akayami Speaks. That's A-K-I-A-M-I-S-P-E-A-K-S. You can also find me on my Facebook group, which is titled Christian Counseling for Survivors of Trauma. That's a very interactive group, so feel free to share and post anything that you would like that might be a benefit to someone else. You can also connect with me on my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. All right, sit back and relax and let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to episode number four, people pleasing. I have a few questions that I want to ask you and I want to see if any of these relate to anything that you know about yourself or someone else. Let's start off with number one. Have you ever said yes when you really meant no? Have you ever worried that someone will become angry with you if you don't do what they ask you to do? Have you ever agreed with somebody even when what they were saying was all wrong and just so not what you would agree with? Have you ever felt obligated to apologize even when it wasn't your fault just so you can help keep the relationship going? What about imitating other people? Do you tend to behave and act like someone else just so you can fit in? The way you dress, the way you talk, the way you act and behave? Do you ever go places where you really would prefer not to be at? Just so you can get along with everyone else, go along to get along? Or do you have friendships with people that would normally not be your ideal type of person to be around? They may have vulgar language that they're always speaking or their behavior is so embarrassing that you normally wouldn't even want to be around them. Well, sometimes those type of behaviors and those things that we do is an indication that it's possible that either we're people pleasers or we know someone that fits all of those characteristics. Well, that's what we're going to address today. We want to find out whether or not we indeed are actually actually people pleasers. Stay tuned. Okay, so now that we decided whether or not we actually fit the bill for a people pleaser or somebody that we know, if you answered yes to any of the things that we just said, it's possible that you are or somebody you know is a people pleaser especially if you're doing any of those things consistently that we just mentioned. People pleasing starts at an early age. 
most of the time, children, when they begin to talk and walk and get around, they start doing things that get the attention of their caregivers, their parents, their teachers, or friends. And the response that they give us when we do something good or we give them something becomes addictive. They're responding in excitement, they're smiling, they're applauding, they're praising, or they're giving a reward because of something we did. And now we are looking forward to seeing that response every time we do something. And that is the beginning of people pleasing. But where it becomes a problem is when we go out our way to get that response no matter what's being done or being asked of us. And because we're consistently trying to get that response because we like the way it feels. We want a reward now for everything that we do, even when it doesn't really deem necessary to give a reward. If you are rewarded for something, the feeling, the response that your body feels, that that feel-good feeling, can become addictive. Then when we start developing adult friendships and relationships, or we start having a family, we start looking for that in our friendships and our intimate relationships, and it can become out of control. We may take on too many tasks because we are so looking forward to pleasing people. We might get into financial debt because we're giving away money that we really shouldn't be giving away. We can end up being a victim of someone using us because we don't recognize it to be people pleasing. We also might end up lowering our standards and disregarding what we value. We might compromise our values or we might just become the victim of manipulation because the person knows that no matter what, we're going to do what we, what they're asking us to do because we're so eager to please. When I was growing up, I was dating someone that I was so infatuated with that it didn't matter what he asked of me. I would always say yes. It didn't matter whether or not something that I was doing was going to take me out of my way, whether it was going to um, jeopardize me paying a bill whether it was going to just cause me some harm. I didn't really care. It was just that I wanted to be able to please them because I didn't want to it to jeopardize our relationship or I didn't want the relationship to end. So I would do whatever. By the time the relationship ended, I had been abused, you know, mentally by this person to a point where the person used me and had other relationships with other girls at the time. And I didn't even realize I was being used. But later when years went past, one day he said to me, you know, when we were dating, I just really wish that you would say no. You always said yes to everything. Because what we don't realize is no one really respects a person that is a people pleaser. We think that we're getting respect, but they don't respect us. Most people are attracted to people that are confident, people willing to stand up to them, people that will say no. Sometimes, you know, they're not looking for you to say no all the time. But the thing is, they're not going to tell you that they want you to say no 
when they're going to benefit from it. So you may never know that that's what's going on until later on. So don't get to the point where you're so caught up in pleasing people that you lower your standards and you put yourself beneath everyone else just to please them. Let's talk about how we can reverse people pleasing. Here are a few steps that you can begin to incorporate in your life that help will help to reverse the behaviors. First and foremost, number one, develop some standards, develop some boundaries, develop a structure of how you are going to interact with other people. You have got to start off with some type of principles surrounded around your life. Things that you know that you should not do, you will not do, no matter what the situation is. So when you develop those principles and those standards, boundaries, get those and then stick with them, no matter what. Of course, we can have the ability to be flexible at times when it's necessary, but that should be, that should not be the norm. So first and foremost, develop standards. Number two, don't take risk that's going to put you less of a priority. Put your needs first. Make you a priority. In everything that you do, you have got to make sure that your needs are being met. Because if your needs are not being met, then chances are somebody is going to manipulate you. If you do not use yourself as, or consider yourself a priority. Number three, practice saying no when it interferes with your plans. It is not going to hurt you to say no. And if it's going to interfere with something that you already set out to do or your schedule or compromise something like a bill or your finances in any way, then Learn to say no. You'll just have to practice it. Number four, take an assessment of what's being asked of you. Is what they're asking, is it going to cause you harm? Is it going to get you in trouble? Is it going to come back to bite you in the behind? (laughs) Is what being asked of you, what is really being asked in general? So do an assessment of exactly what's being asked of you to do. Be okay with them not being pleased by your response. I'm going to just have to say, you know, I'm sorry that they're not happy with it, but that's what I said. That's my decision. So be okay with them not being pleased because you cannot please everyone all the time. That's just life. People are never going to be fully satisfied with your choices and deciding that you don't want to do something or you do want to do something, do something different. Number six, if you say no, does it really mean that your friendship is going to end? Ask yourself that question. Are they making it seem as if your friendship is in jeopardy if you do not respond the way they want you to? Because if that's the case, guess what? You don't really have a friendship or you don't really have a relationship or they really don't care about you anyway. 
Number seven, the thing that's being asked of you, would you see yourself doing that for a random person or anybody else? Or would you only do that for this particular person? Because chances are, if you know that you wouldn't do it for a random person or just the average person, then why would you do it for this person? If, if something that you know that you would not normally do for anybody else, then you have to do an assessment about what's being asked of you anyway. And that goes back to number four. Number eight, ask yourself this question. Why are they asking you and not someone else? Is it possible that you know that they would, somebody else would say no to what they're asking you? So always compare what's being said, what's being asked of you and whether or not it would be said, the answer would absolutely be no if they ask somebody else. Well, I hope that this information has helped you in some way or it gave you something to think about when it comes to people pleasing. And if it did help you, let me know in the comments or if you feel like you might want to share this with somebody else that might need to hear it. You can also favorite this podcast and that way when new episodes come along, you'll get notification about it. In the meantime, I want to leave you with three scriptures that might help in deciding how or whether or not you're actually a people pleaser. These scriptures can be useful. And if you remember them or commit them to memory that you can kind of say to yourself when you are trying to evaluate whether or not you are exhibiting these type of behaviors. The first scripture comes from Galatians chapter one, verse 10, and it reads like this. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. The second one comes out of Colossians chapter three, verse 23. And this one reads, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And the third one I want to leave you with comes out of Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. And that one says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Just find some scriptures that you can use and commit to memory that will help you and strengthen you into saying no when it's necessary. Don't compromise yourself. Don't lower your standards. And don't allow yourself to be manipulated by people when it doesn't benefit both of you. If it benefits both of you, then there's nothing wrong with assisting someone. But just make sure that you're able to discern when you're being used. Because again, nobody truly respects a person that they can manipulate. Even if it appears that they love you and they care about you. In reality, in the back of their mind, they're probably saying they don't respect you. All right. Until the next time, into the next episode, I wish you nothing but good mental health and good spiritual health. Health. Take care.